we have a lot to talk about this episode from a quick recap of our Valentine's Day plans and uh, the Super Bowl game halftime show and the commercials. Were they as good as everyone talked about? I don't know. Uh, also, big news in the music industry. It's about that time to start voting for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. All this and a lot more coming up. Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. All right, so start the show with a little question. Yeah. Try and get the juices flowing. Let's do it. Um, so you got this one here that you wrote down a while ago. Who is someone you would like to be friends with, real or fictional? Okay. And now that I'm reading this for the second time out loud, I realize that you said real or fictional. I thought it was real or dead. That's okay. <laughs> Um, you want to go first or you want me to go first? This is tough, man. <laughs> this is really hard. I'm in a bind right here. Yeah, same. same. I think as far as real goes, I would want to be friends with... Ugh, it's either between Dirk or Ooh. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> and I'm torn, man. Why, uh, why, why those uh, choices? Just because my love for the Mavericks and... Dirk's love for this city. I just would love to connect with him and be friends with him. Not to mention, he's just just such a cool and genuine dude. Yeah. I would love to get to know him and be friends with him. And then McConaughey, man, the stories go (laughs) on and on. I've talked about him on here on the podcast, so my love for him is not (laughs) new here. Yeah. But I can go on and on with him with stories and we can chat it up and just our love for Texas in general is just through the roof. Man, I would love to be friends with him. (laughs) Um, Do you... uh... Oh, dang, I forgot what I was going to mention. Oh, did you finish the uh, McConaughey book? I did, yeah, yeah, you did, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. So those those two are, you're going to go with? Do yeah. you have any fictional ones? I can't choose one or the other. It'll have to be two. those two. Yeah. And fictional, man, I've never really been huge into the fictional world, but I would have to go with Yoda. right (laughs) all right that was not expecting that one i went there train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose that was good it's 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 tough because you know the fictional world it's it's unending yeah it's out there literally in a galaxy far far away and i would love (laughs) to (laughs) get to know Master Yoda, man, and learn from his ways and get to know the Force. That would yeah. be pretty cool. <laughs> that, that, that is a really good choice. That is a really good choice. What about you? Um, this was kind of hard whenever I was thinking about it because uh, I kind of wanted someone that I thought was really cool and relaxed and chill, mm-hmm. or at least how I perceive them. Yeah. And maybe someone who can, like, get me into, like, exclusive events, you know? Yeah, like, just be sure. like, hey, come on. I know this guy. Yeah, you know, right. I know this person. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but the first person that always comes to mind whenever I think of topics like this, like, who do you want to be friends with? Who would you want to, like, work with or whatever? Uh, it's Childish Gambino. Dude. Always the first one that pops into my mind. That's a good one. Um, so definitely him uh, in real life. For fictional, I have no idea. Um, I kind of want to go down your route and maybe be w- with like Obi Wan Kenobi, yeah. not Luke, but like Obi Wan Kenobi, not even yeah. Anakin. Yeah. Um, but I have no idea who I would want to be friends with in a fictional world, or maybe someone like Batman. Ooh, yeah, that'd be pretty dope. 
Yeah. He ain't never dying. <laughs> yeah, no. Get to visit the Batcave. Yeah. Uh, try out all the little gadgets. <laughs> um, but dang, that that is a really good one. Do you have any that have already passed away? Maybe mm. not even want to be friends with, but like have a, this is the other big question that always comes up is like, who would you want to have like dinner with mm. or hang out with for a day? Man. Do you have anyone who has uh, passed away that you would? I mean, what... Literally, I'm just spitballing here because I wasn't prepared for this. But what come what came to my mind first was Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, yeah, nice. I would love to get to know him, sit down and have dinner with him, and just pick his brain. Yeah, yeah, because he's just an intelligent, God fearing man. I would love to get to know him. That's um kind of the same thing that I had in mind too. Really? Was someone uh who like had a really big influence? Yeah, on culture and society and just Absolutely. everything. I was thinking of uh, George Washington or Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, totally. No, those are always good choices. Because, <laughs> I mean, you're talking to George Washington, you're talking to him about going to war mm-hmm. with uh, with the British, and then you're talking to Abraham Lincoln about just, like, trying to do, every, like, what all he had to face whenever he was trying to accomplish what he accomplished. Totally. It's just really cool. Like I said, man, I've just been getting real into history. I think yeah. you said that, too. Yeah, yeah. I have no <laughs> idea why. <laughs> it's probably just that, like, point in our lives where we get there. Yep. Age will do it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, bro, this is the first episode of year two. This is. Congrats to you, brother. Congrats to you, too. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah. First episode of year two. Um, finally got that one year episode out. I don't think we mentioned this. Did we mention my little hiccup with that? I don't think so. So, our one year episode was actually supposed to premiere the week before oh, yeah. last. Yeah. And, uh, I was maybe trying to reorganize stuff on my laptop and, uh, I like transferring things to my hard drive as a backup. And well, I deleted for some reason, I deleted the episode off my hard drive and I also did it on the computer. Mm -hmm. So I lost the file. I lost our session. So I was just had to send a text message to Darian and be like, (laughs) Hey man, uh, Really sorry about this, but we're not gonna have a one year episode this week. It's definitely gonna have to be next week for sure. What a what an anniversary to have yeah, to right? record the same episode twice. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Hey, it was it was a it was a rough draft and final draft. It was it was perfected on the second <laughs> yeah. go around. So Um so just to touch base last time uh we had just uh survived Dalaska. Yeah. Uh this year was only a two day event. Mm-hmm. Technically one, but yeah. two day event. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's okay. Everyone made it out. Um, but now it's Valentine World well, Valentine's Day just happened. Right, right. Right. So, uh, did you guys do anything for Valentine's Day? We did not. You guys didn't? We have plans too. Yeah. So I'm not dismissing it completely. Mm-hmm. We still woke up, did the whole like, you know, had our Valentine's breakfast mm-hmm. and I, I gave my lady some, some goodies, some flowers. Nice. I gave my daughter a balloon. She loves those balloons. Nice. Um, so we did the a little thing here and there with some gifts and yeah. and some love on the day of. But as far as taking my lady out, taking my wife out, we have not done that yet. We had a a weekend long church event this past weekend, so we were tied up in that Friday night, Saturday, all day Saturday, and Saturday yeah. morning or Sunday morning, and then Sunday afternoon we just wanted to sleep. We literally just like we were so exhausted. We watched the Super Bowl just with us like, <laughs> in our comfy lounge clothes just chilling on the couch because we were worn out from the weekend yeah yeah we have plans too it'll probably be this weekend did you make them or did she make them we both we usually nowadays (laughs) i used to do all the planning for this stuff but nowadays it's like 
What do you want to do, babe? You want to go to the movies or something? <laughs> sure, why not? Let's do it. Don't plan anything yeah, out. Just at, whatever. At this point, it's just like, it doesn't really matter what we're doing anymore as mm-hmm. long as we're just like, just us two are together. Yeah. You know, so, um, as long sense. as we get some time away. Yeah. Just no, nothing to do. Do some mindless activity and just have, have a good time together. That's typically what we aim for. So, nothing in specific, but I'm sure we'll end up doing something fun and there'll be food involved. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Gotta have the food, man. Absolutely. What food and drinks um same thing for us though uh we didn't well we had planned something out but we didn't really do anything yeah. uh we went to our spot e-bar over here in east dallas yeah um nice. really good tex-mex place yeah uh really great margaritas so that's definitely why we went Absolutely. i was like yeah might as well and uh yeah we didn't really do anything uh, we were kind of busy this weekend as well with the super bowl it didn't really help that the super bowl was at yeah. the same time yeah. or around the same time mm-hmm um this weekend we've got like family stuff that we're heading out to so i think we're gonna try and do it on sunday yeah but she took over she's she's nice. the one and we um change it up every year so uh this year was her turn to try and play in something and uh yeah i have no idea what it is we'll yep. see all right i hope it's horseback riding yeah <laughs> that'd be sick have you ever done that before no that's yeah. what i've always wanted to yeah. and she told me she was like she asked if I wanted to do something adventurous or if I wanted to hang back or if I wanted to go get dinner. I was like, you know what? You surprised me. Okay. Whatever. So we'll nice. see. I'll have to update you guys on the next episode. See sounds what that like, was. Sounds like a plan, brother. <laughs> It'd be fun regardless. I know Natalie will hook y'all up. So yeah. Good. Stuff like that. Um, so rolling into this real quick, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. Dope. Got to hit this every time, right? Seriously. It's just to. always fun to look back over the years assess where music has been and is going yeah and obviously the rock and roll hall of fame they always release these nominees every single year and they Mm -hmm. um uh, get five in there into the hall of fame so there are 17 nominees and five get in every single year uh you want to hear them yeah yeah, let's jump in okay first we're these are in alphabetical order so i'm not putting them in any order in any kind of way okay did Um, you do this yeah or did you grab it off the list you put everyone in alphabetical order Oh, no, I just grabbed it off the list. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. So Dedication. it's uh, <laughs> versus Beck. Okay. Uh, Pat Benatar. Nice. Yeah. Kate Bush. Okay. Devo. Nice. Duran Duran. All right. Eminem. Okay. Which, shout out to him <laughs> this yeah. past weekend. Yeah, seriously. Big weekend for him. Eurythmics. Nice. Which I've never actually heard of. Uh, I don't think so either. <clears throat> Judas Priest. Okay. Fela Cootie. Okay. Which I never heard of either. Never heard of. MC5. All right. New York Dolls. Okay. Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rage <laughs> Against the Machine. Nice. Uh, Lionel Richie. Yep. Carly Simon. Okay. A Tribe Called Quest. All right. And Dion Warwick. All right. So pretty loaded list there. Yeah, for sure. Um, So let's break this down for us personally. Okay. Give me... If you don't mind going first, give me your five who you would vote into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and give me one honorary. One honorary. Okay. Yeah, like an honorable mention. Um, so first things first, I'm the realist. Second, <laughs> um, I know of some of these people, like I've heard their names, but I've never really listened to their music. Right. Um, growing up. And I mean, I think you and I are both on the same page. You probably had a little more influence, but I really, really only listened to like pop, hip hop music. Yeah. Didn't really branch out too much. Right. 
And I've discovered some things on my own. Guitar Hero, thank you, has introduced <laughs> right. me to a lot of uh, different dude. music as well. And uh, yeah, so it's I've it's kind of like uh, bittersweet because it's everyone knows these people. So whenever I'm like, oh, I don't know who sings this song, they always look at me like, dude, are you dumb? Like you don't know who this is, <laughs> right? And then. But it's nice because I'll listen to them and it's kind of like if I'm listening to, I mean, it's new music for me. It yeah. might be old, yeah, but it's new music to me. And Absolutely. so I get to enjoy it um, while everyone already has enjoyed it for a while ago. So, yeah. I, and it's funny, Pat Benatar, uh, <laughs> Yo. Natalie and I, see, this is one of them. I, I, I know of Pat Benatar. Yeah. I've heard her name before, yeah, but I've no, I don't think... And I probably have listened to a song or two that was popular, but I just don't, I can't associate any songs with her. Right. And we were talking about her one day, Natalie and I, for some reason. And I said, oh yeah, yeah. or is it uh, Pat Benatard? Oh. And she like busted out laughing. She was like, what'd you say? <laughs> and I was like, Pat Benatard? <laughs> and she was like, that is not her name whatsoever. <laughs> and I was like, damn, well, I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, so... I've learned my lesson. It's Pat Benatar. Yeah. Um, so my top five, Eminem, definitely going to have to go up there. That's someone I've known and listened to. Yeah. Uh, Rage Against the Machine is another one. Yeah. I really like them. Mm-hmm. Um, Beck, yep. only because I've heard of Beck before. Um, Pat Benatar, because I've heard of Pat Benatar before. No, she has a lot of, <laughs> she has more hits than I think people know. Really? Yeah. See, and I, do you know of any of them off the top of your head? I don't off the top of my head. I like if I if I hear the chorus or if I hear the beginning part of it, I'm, I probably would know yeah, it. Absolutely. Um, and then I would throw Dolly Parton in there too. Um, actually, news drop. I don't know if you saw this, um, but she said that she would drop a rock album if she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That'd be crazy. <laughs> and uh, so speaking of that, I kind of want to get in. Once you go out, your top five. Yeah, uh, I want to go into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and kind of like the controversy behind it. Okay. Um, but for my honorary mention, I have no idea. I know there's uh, requirements. Like I think their first album had to come out like 25 years, mm-hmm. um, or they they're eligible for nomination after 25 years from their first album release. Is Beck really that old? Um, I mean, I have no idea. It sounds about the qualification you're saying. Sound. I mean, right. yeah, yeah, Beck is for sure. I think he was probably early '90s. Yep, their first album was '94. Yeah. Wait, no, that's not right. '94, 2004, 2014. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 Wow. So I did not know they were that old. I mean, we're if you think from 2000 and now we're 22 years yep, in. Yep. So. Yep. Um. But yeah, so those would be my top five honorary mention. I have. No idea. Um, you know what? Forget it. Let's throw Britney Spears in there. Or Backstreet Boys. Those are good. Um, but yeah, those that would be my honorary mention. Okay. My top five ours are pretty similar here. Um, <laughs> rightfully so, right? We're raised in the same generation, raised around kind of the same music. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, my top five was Pat Benatar. I think she's going to be unanimous. I think she's going to be in there no matter what. Mm-hmm. Eminem too. I think he will be as well. Dolly Parton. Um, I threw Beck in there as well. But I, I went on ahead and uh, threw a little bit of a wild card in there. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a, a uh, yeah, I think 
they have a chance. I don't think they'll get it, but I think they have a solid chance just because they were one of the the trailblazers for hip hop. Yeah, and that's a tribe called Quest. Hmm. I think a lot of hip hop artists um, really honed in on the way they did hip hop, and yeah, you know, took a lot of what they brought to the game. I think they have a chance, but um, I think one of my my honorary, at least from this list of nominees, I would go with. Uh, because I, I like Rage Against Machine, Machine too. Obviously, Lionel Richie will probably make it in there because of popularity. I was wondering, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot. While I was doing my list, I forgot to uh, look at this like last three yeah. or last four. Um, but yeah, I think Lionel Richie would have a chance of getting in there. <sighs> Judas Priest is pretty popular in the metal world, right? I have no idea. I've heard of Judas Priest, but I don't know if I've ever heard any other songs. I think my honorary out of this list would be Duran Duran. Oh, you wanted an honorary from this list? No, not necessarily. Oh, that's, okay. what I, that's what I went with. Okay. Just because it was right here in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Duran Duran. Um, By yeah. the way, Pat Minotaur sings Hit Me With Your Best Shot. So Guitar oh, Hero Oh, see? Hit. There yeah. you, oh, see? There you go. <laughs> guitar Hero. See, if I only uh, paid attention to <laughs> the artists and the names of <laughs> yeah. the songs, I probably would have known. Duran Duran's hits are Ordinary World and Hungry Like the Wolf. Remember that song? Hungry like the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, man. And then Devo is that, uh, is that, do, do they do the, oh no, they do the whip it. Whip oh, it do they? Got a dunt. Is that them? Yeah. I'm pretty You're sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. With the like red hat, cone yeah. hat things. Yep, yeah. Thing. That is them. Oh, yeah. man. That's a good one. <laughs> So I don't know. Probably I would probably throw Devo in there. Yeah. Um but I just went with mainly people that I know mm-hmm. or have known of, heard of. Right, right. Um, so the controversy that I wanted to go into with you. Um, so people are kind of upset because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is throwing in um rappers and yeah. like hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? Do you think they should be nominated in uh Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or should they do a, a rap and hip-hop Hall of Fame. They should. Only. First of all, they should have a rap and hip-hop Hall of Fame if mm-hmm. they don't already. I don't know. We'll second off, I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is beginning to nominate all these because rock and roll has diversified so much. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you look at the Super Bowl halftime show, which we'll talk about here in a bit. Like, they have full-on rock band up there jamming with yeah. Eminem. Yeah. You saw Anderson Pat going to town on those drums yeah. with Eminem. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I think just rock and roll over at least the past decade and a half mm-hmm. has just kind of diversified so much that every genre has rock and roll in it nowadays. Yeah. So at, I, at first I wasn't fond of it. Yeah. But now I'm like, since I have that kind of perspective, I'm like, yeah, I think all music should be in this thing now. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but even, even in the nineties, like Snoop Dogg's in there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, Snoop Dogg, Jay Z's in there. Yeah, Jay Z from last year. Last year, yeah. So, LL Cool J last year too. Yeah, I think it's so much so the just the title of the the place that it's at. Mm-hmm. You've been there, right, in Cleveland? Yeah. It's just the so Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum. Yeah. Um, but really, it's it's just a music Hall of Fame. I think that's just yeah. they hold that title because that they own it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think over time, also, just rock and roll has expanded so much. And 
is in every genre in a way. <laughs> Seriously. Right? So. Um, I think at first I remember kind of hearing about bands that I didn't think were rock and roll being in the rock and roll hall of fame. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a little weird, but um, then I thought, okay, maybe it's just what you were saying. It's just the name. And yeah. it's like the, uh, achievement that every musician wants to achieve, right? They want to be put into a, a hall of fame of some sort, just like, you know, football players get into yeah. a hall of fame of yeah. basketball players and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that it was just kind of more of like a music hall of fame. Uh, but yeah, I, I keep hearing like people being upset about rappers and people who aren't really rock and roll being inducted. But I also just started to think about it and was, I think of it as like rock and roll changed everything like rock and roll yeah. during its time was a new thing. And, uh, you know, some people hated it and some people loved it. It was going against the grain when it came to music and it was doing its own thing and it didn't care about anything. It was, yeah. it was just like, we're just going to play music for people that want to listen. And if you don't want to listen, then okay, that's fine. Don't listen. Yeah, totally. Um, probably in a little meaner way than I just put it, but <laughs> I think of hip hop in the same way when hip hop came out, it changed music. It was going against the grain in the music industry. Uh, people hated it and people loved it. It was uh rebellious, I guess, just yep. like hip hop was or uh rock and punk music and all this other yep, stuff. Absolutely. So that's how I think of it whenever I think of, or whenever I hear musicians and artists from different genres that aren't necessarily hip hop or, uh, sorry, rock and roll. Totally. Um, yeah, I just think of it like that. It's like they're the, uh, they're the musicians and artists who were switching things up in the music industry and how things were. For sure. I agree with that hundred percent. So, if you're hating on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, back up, son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but speaking of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Eminem, yep. halftime show. Dude, we man, gotta talk about that. That was so good. You loved it? I did. It was pretty good. Rank it. 10 out of 10? Yeah, I mean, I think so. 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think so. It was really good. Um, I think everyone was around. I... <laughs> I guess maybe because they never really announced it, but I'm still uh, like convinced that the halftime show was a Dr. Dre show yeah. or a Dr. Dr. Dre halftime show. Yeah. And all the, uh, all the artists were people that he worked with and people were still like, I'm so confused. Why is Eminem there? He's not from LA and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what you guys don't get it, dude. Yeah. You guys don't get it at all. Um, but yeah, so I thought it was pretty dope seeing everyone come out and do their own thing. It definitely was really cool. I think it was honestly too much crammed in such little time. True. I wanted more. I didn't want more too. Why they brought 50 Cent in there all of a sudden? <laughs> I don't know why. I have no idea why. That was like six minutes that could have gone more to Snoop and Dre. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, or Kendrick. Or Kendrick, yeah. Kendrick barely had anything. Yeah, he did barely have anything. By the way, his was pretty sweet. Yeah, his that, was his That was gave pretty me good. Childish Gambino vibes. Yeah. His performance. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, I think that's the first time I've ever seen Kendrick Lamar like perform yeah. in a in a concert or in a stadium setting like that. Yeah, probably me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was so good. Everyone had their, I think everyone had a good chunk of time to perform mm-hmm. uh, except for Kendrick. Kendrick was a little short. Yeah, he was. I think. Uh, but when Eminem came out and then they pan the camera and you see Anderson Pack on the drums, yes. I was like, you see, this is definitely like him and uh, Anderson Pack and Dr. Dre. It's like 
his mentor. So of yep. course he was going to be up there too. And so I was like, that's definitely what this halftime show is. Absolutely. Um, but seeing Anderson pack there, uh, I think, I don't know if it was just me, but I think the dude needed to maybe tune up his drums or maybe tune down his drums a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I was hearing something and I was like, that does not sound right. Yeah. I think the tune, the toms are a little out of tune there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I guess it just shows the reality that they're actually playing, right? True. So yeah, yeah. Maybe that's true. Maybe they did keep it for those reasons because <laughs> it's so easy to fake that stuff. That's so true. Anderson yeah. was not faking it. He was getting it. No, dude. And the dude kills it on drums too. The fact that he can rap and play drums like that right. is so good because it's one thing to play the drums with like a a solid easy beat, but when he you're playing drums like he is, he's playing pretty intricate things while he's rapping on top, mm-hmm. and that's that takes talent for sure. Absolutely. Uh, you see anything else catch your eye on the, the Super Bowl? I think the set all together was just really cool. Mm-hmm. Like the whole bird's eye view of LA, yeah. all the streets and all that stuff. And then obviously the different rooms where they were all different, just performing. It was mm-hmm. just really cool, man. Uh, I, the, there was one part where Eminem was getting it and it showed a uh, a shot of 50 Cent and Mary J. Blige just like jamming, sitting on the <laughs> yeah. couch, just yeah. jamming. I was like, that's me right there. I'm 50 Cent and my wife's Mary J. Blige. We're just sitting here jamming to this stuff right now, just like looking back and like, this is like kind of music. We didn't grow up with it, but like we, you know, we listened to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just awesome just to see all them together. And of course, Dre and Snoop was phenomenal. One thing I did not like, actually, there were two more things I did not like. And I'm not like, not like I'm hating. I still rated it like nine and a half out of 10. I, I love the show. Yeah. But like, and I know you can't control this, but this it being daylight out at the beginning mm. kind of like brought down the vibes for me. Yeah. You know? Cause that stadium's like half dome, half open at SoFi stadium. It's a crazy looking. Stadium. Yeah. Um, I that wish it was dark. jumbotron is so yeah. weird. Yeah. I wish it was dark during the entire show. Just, you know, it helps with the effects. Kind of seemed weird that it was all light outside. I actually didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. It got dark towards the end. Mm-hmm. It was like, kind of like right when the sun was going down. Um, and then at the end, I wish like they brought out a hologram of Tupac and brought him in with them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> that was your moment. Yeah. To actually bring out a Tupac hologram during a a crazy concert or, or a show or, or just performance stage yeah. like this. This was your moment and they failed. You know what I mean? Like that would have been really dope. I didn't even <laughs> right, think about that. Right. Like that I just, so I just felt like the end, the very end when all six of them were up there, just kind of was a little underwhelming. They were just yeah. kind of like just standing there. Looking like the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With their hands up in the air. <laughs> they were. <laughs> I saw a meme where it was saying, uh, I'm going to tell my kids that these were the Avengers. <laughs> Bro, and then I feel so bad for a uh, 50 man. Everyone roast and the dude. Yeah, it is true. I saw roast a meme of when he when you know when he came in upside down. Yeah, he was like pointing over there or something. <laughs> I saw a meme of somebody that put that picture, like snapshotted him upside down. Like this is me at five or uh, midnight reaching for my phone charger. <laughs> <laughs> He's like hanging upside down. Yeah, reaching for something. That was too good. Everyone was hating on him, but I was like. That's an iconic scene of that song. Like yeah. it, he had to have done it. Um, dude, uh, looked pretty funny though. Not gonna yeah. lie. 
I was honestly shocked that it was 50 cent for a second. Yeah. I don't even know why they would have done this, but for a second, I thought it was someone else who was hanging upside down. Mm -hmm. And I thought he was like going to come out from somewhere else. But, um, there was also that band that Eminem was in, uh, D12. Mm -hmm. I forgot what song it is, but the music video is kind of making fun of everyone's music videos from the past. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys in D12, he's like a pretty heavy guy. And he reenacts that 50 cent scene uh, and where he's hanging upside down yeah. and people are sharing that meme saying, Hey, yo, this is 50 at the halftime show. I was like, damn, that's messed up, bro. That is so messed up. I think it's not that I'm hating on 50. I'm just like, why did you need a, a special unknown guest Yeah, in the midst of all that power you already had on the stage and little time to fill? yeah you know what i mean yeah that is weird because he was the only one that didn't wasn't like on the lineup already yeah and he's a big name yeah so like why didn't you just put him on the lineup to begin with that is true but don't they always do that for halftime shows there's always like an artist that comes up out of nowhere not always but a lot of the times yeah um I think back to that Bruno Coldplay Beyonce halftime show. I was I about to say I Bruno think Bruno was on that one. I thought oh, it was okay. just Coldplay or maybe it was Beyonce. I don't think one of Bruno or Beyonce wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And they popped in. Hmm. They were jamming there at the end. You remember that? Of uh, the Coldplay one? Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't so remember awkward. that one. <laughs> you don't remember it was a Chris Martin, Beyonce and Bruno like up at the camera jamming and it was like everyone was like throwing shade at Chris Martin like, bro, you don't belong there. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> dang bro that's messed up dog yeah. you say he doesn't belong there <laughs> damn he just looked awkward jamming yeah, right yeah. next to beyonce and bruno you know that's I mean? too funny now if, i honestly can't even think of halftime shows other than the lady gaga one where she mm-hmm. jumped from the top of yeah, the stadium yeah. yeah and uh the red hot chili peppers one where the, it was not a great performance yeah i don't think they were actually playing i think they were kind of mimicking the drums yeah. or mimicking them playing mm-hmm. um yeah, that Lady Gaga one, there wasn't a special guest, I don't think. There was The weekend, nobody popped up for that one last year. Oh, that's true. I think the weekend was, was last year. Uh, Lady Gaga didn't bring out, uh, what's he his name? Have, I don't remember. <laughs> Bradley Cooper? I know you're going. <laughs> for Stars Born or whatever? I don't think so. Actually, that might have been before, while they were filming. Maybe, I don't know. That's, I was, uh, I remember, uh, people were referencing her halftime show with the Simpsons once again predicting the halftime show and her falling into the yes. stadium. Toss to Pollard and there he goes. Tony Pollard down the sideline. Jets are on. Touchdown Dallas. Well, Super Bowl 56 ended in a LA Rams victory. Mm. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23 to 20. Damn. Shout out to Matthew Stafford, Highland Park alum. Really? Local. Oh, quarterback no of the idea. Rams. He's actually best friends with Clayton Kershaw, who's the star pitcher for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. They both graduated in the same class from Highland Park. No way. Yeah. And they both are <laughs> champions now in their respective sports. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is pretty crazy. Uh, and also shout out Vaughn Miller. Yeah. DeSoto guy. Oh, really? Yep. Went nice. To DeSoto High School. There were a bunch of like local ties to the the rams nobody on the Bengals is from dfw but there were like six players on the rams from dfw hmm. i couldn't say your name of all those are the only two that come to mind first but yeah it was a solid game 
pretty close all throughout. Yeah, I um, tried to watch some of it. We were over at a friend's house and I took the seat behind everyone else. So it was kind of hard to see the TV and yeah. everyone was talking to everyone except for me. So yeah, couldn't hear or see the game. It was pretty fun. <laughs> it was like Krung bin all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Just standing behind people like, oh, if yeah. only, if only. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a pretty good game from what I saw. Yep. Um, Cooper Cup came out the Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that scored the winning touchdown, right? Yeah. There was some crazy stat where he got a Super Bowl MVP. He won the triple crown for receivers, which is most receptions, most yards, and most touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And he won some other award, and he did it all in one season. There was only wow. one other player to ever do that in the history of the NFL throughout their entire career. Yeah. And it was Jerry Rice. Wow. And he did the, Jerry Rice did it throughout his entire career. Cooper Cup did it in one year. Oh, dang. It was crazy. Just some crazy stuff. I forgot what was the last award that he won. It might have been Offensive Player of the Year because he won Offensive Player of the Year this year, Super Bowl MVP, and that triple crown for receivers. So big shouts to him. Yo, speaking of crazy stats. I think Nathan brought this up one time when we went to the brewery with him, but what the heck is up with some of these stats that I saw at the Super Bowl? Like, there was one for Joe Burrow where it was like, uh, is it Burrow or Burrows? Burrow. With, oh, no, no S, S at the end? Okay. Uh, my Hispanic came out, added an <laughs> S in there at the for no reason. Um, it was like Joe Burrow, first guy to graduate uh, college with a national trophy could be the first one with a Super Bowl trophy. Also one with a Little League trophy. Also <laughs> one whenever he came out and he was born and he was given a trophy. It's like, yo, what the heck are some of these stats? It's so They'd like try and make things interesting. Yeah, they do like, go way out of proportion sometimes. First statistics. one to win a Super Bowl under a full moon uh, on the third <laughs> month of the year. It's just like, yo, what the heck? What does any of that matter? <laughs> right. You're just like making stuff up now just it's to so keep true. it interesting. It's so true. Um... Is that all you had on uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, that's all. Game was underwhelming. You well, think it was a good game, but it wasn't super exciting. That's what I see. Uh, fantasy group chat. They were talking about how the game was good, and I responded in there, not knowing anything about sports. And I was like, "Really? That was good." From what I saw, it was like average. Yeah, nothing very exciting to me. I yeah. don't think. All right. One more thing about the Super Bowl. Yeah. Was oh, do you think Cup should have got the MVP? It was arguable between him and Aaron Donald, in my opinion. And who's uh, Aaron Donald? He's the defensive tackle that um, sealed the game at the end there. For I don't know if you watch the very end of the Super Bowl, uh, no, for the Rams, we're probably driving home. He literally, he's a defensive tackle, so he's on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. He literally pushed back a 380-pound guy, dang, five yards, one hand, and the other hand just took down Joe Burrow to win the game. Wow! And he was doing that all night long. Yeah. Yeah, he's just breaking through that offensive line. Yeah, no problem. And I mean, Jeez. the Bengals don't have a great offensive line, but that dude was making them look like they were kids in high yeah. school. Just, <laughs> he's not even that big of a guy. He's just like has such strength. Yeah. It's unreal. He was pushing those guys back all night, hmm. and pressuring Joe Burrow all night long. So Yeah. But I think Cup deserved it. He had eight catches or something like that. I think he had two touchdowns. So, yeah, I think he deserved it. Is he an older guy? Cooper Cup? Cup? Yeah, yeah, he's he's in his prime right now, so he's probably twenty eight or twenty nine. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, which is technically older for NFL. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's not old. <laughs> it's like twenty eight, twenty nine. Damn, bro, we're twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I was seeing some controversy of whether he should have gotten mm-hmm. the MVP or not. Yep, bro, you've been watching the Winter Olympics. 
Kind of, sort of. Yeah. So I don't watch it live, but I, yeah. obviously, they're in a different right. time zone. Yeah. Uh, but I try and watch some of the highlights on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, really, I've just been watching the bailing in like ski slope racing or whatever it's mm. called. Yep. Dude, I saw this one video where it was like, it was near the beginning of the Olympics. So I'm sure there's been a lot more since then. But four women doing the downhill uh, ski thing. Oh, yeah. Where they try and like take wide turns Dude, and yes. get through those gates. That's unreal. There's like one part of the course where four different women like just did not, I guess, pl- have their feet placed correctly and uh-huh. bailed hard Dude, yeah. and into that uh, kind of like netted fence. Uh-huh. I was like, dude, this is so scary. I don't know why people do this. Yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> and then man. I saw one where it was like men's same sport, but for men's, it was a blizzard while they were doing their trial runs yeah. or something. And uh-huh. so like 33 players just or uh, athletes got wiped out. It was, it's just crazy. But what's going on overall? <laughs> well, USA overall, to answer your question, USA is currently in third Okay. in the medals. All right. They are in third in gold and they're in third in, no, they're not in third in total. They're fourth in total medals, third in gold. Mm. Norway takes the lead. They are hey. pretty much killing it. Really? Yeah. They, they That's kill their it. natural habitat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they kill it every winter Olympics. I saw like an all-time medal count and Norway's far and above the best like, in winter. Of winter Olympics all time. Damn. Like they have like a 70 medal lead on USA. USA Dang. second. Um, nice. Yeah, and like Canada and Germany are up there too. Um, but Germany is second in gold right now. Norway is first with 13 golds. Mm-hmm. Germany is second with 10. And the U.S. has eight gold medals. Okay. Yep. Um, 19 total for the U.S. Have That's you been uh, keeping up? Or do, are you watching them? As... Yeah, I have. I have been. Pretty much every night. We at least have it on the TV. Yeah. Now, if I'm actually watching it or not, depends. But... um. That other night we watched uh, ice skating. We liked the ice skating, mm-hmm. either duos or singles. Um, and we saw Nathan Chen do his. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, that guy killed it. Yeah, I saw his uh, replay on YouTube. He got like the highest rating score ever. Yeah, I'm like, oh my goodness, it was flawless. Yeah, it was, he was just in by himself. It wasn't a pair thing, pair event. But man, he was like doing. He's like. I don't even know what you call it. Just like crazy stunts. The where spins. Like you do like four spins and then you jump again and do like another three. Mm, I was like, yeah, how the, do you even? <laughs> the like combos. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's insane. It is really insane. And he's just landing it flawlessly. Mm-hmm. Like he never even left the ground. It was, it was uh, unreal. It's very interesting to see and how just crazy fast they spin mm-hmm. and like train into like the training that they have to do in order to get there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. He wasn't even a favorite either. He's young really dude, twenty two years old. Um, twenty two, yeah. Jeez, and he ended up just killing the stage. Like, yeah, nice. It was incredible to see. Kind of been keeping up with uh, men's curling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> got to man, dude. I uh, got shuffleboard. <laughs> I want to be on the curling team. I got to find one for Dallas. I saw awesome. this like uh, GQ video where some guy from GQ. Uh, kind of like trains with the men's team before they went out to Beijing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just looks like such a cool sport. I want to play it so badly. (laughs) I really want to find a team. But I was seeing them. They're not doing too hot, I don't think. I don't think so. I think they lost to Italy 
and I think they were about to lose to China, but luckily they came in the clutch on that one. Good. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I've been keeping up with the curling, and I think that's oh, I think it's called. I don't know what it is, but it's three skaters. They go around the rink and it's kind of like NASCAR. They just go in circle and yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, it was like USA versus Norway or the Netherlands or something like that. Okay. And it, they were just talking about how the men's American men's team was trying out a different technique, I guess. Mm-hmm. Norm traditionally players will switch positions. So they're, Three in a line all the time. Yeah. They're always right behind each other. Yeah, yeah. And then what they'll do is every couple of laps, the guy at the front of the line will back slow down a little bit, and the other two will pass him pass him up. Okay. And then he'll join the line at the end, and they just keep doing that. Okay. But the USA team was skating in a non traditional way, something that I guess has never been done before. They kept the line, the same line mm-hmm. throughout the whole time. So the guy in first stayed in first, second, and third. And they did that, and dude, they were game. They were like three seconds ahead of Damn. the. Uh, and I think that was USA's first men's USA skating team to ever receive a medal at all in that sport. Oh, and they wow. they came out with bronze. Nice. So I thought that was pretty interesting too. Dude, that speed skating is unreal. Dude, why? <laughs> Seriously, man, those blades they on their feet, <laughs> the skates look so sharp. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, imagine if you just uh. they're like two feet long. You know, they're <laughs> huge. <laughs> they are. I'm like, man, heck no. Nah. And the and the rink looks so slick. Yeah, because it's there's it's like no one skated on it yet. Uh-huh. Looks so slick. Oh my gosh. Oh, I guess we should hit really quick. The mm. Mavs traded Kristaps Porzingis. That's true. On the trade deadline day last week. <laughs> Good trade and not good trade. What did we get? At first I was like, yo, what are we doing? But I've slowly, slowly have learned to like it. They traded our second best player for, which is on a terrible contract and you just can't stay healthy. Yeah. For two solid role players. Now, granted, they're they're nowhere near the talent that Christoph Sprzingis has, but sometimes the best availability is being available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you want to get some healthy guys back and not to mention they got two guys for him. So that's some good depth moving forward, make a, make a playoff run. And um, hopefully Damn. they can uh, find their way in this team, you know, get some chemistry going with these two new guys. I so, know this was a pretty big uh, trade deal that yeah. happened. I yeah. know a lot of people were kind of freaking out about it. Yeah. Mavs Twitter <laughs> blew up, man. They got pissed. <laughs> Like, are you serious? This is all you could give for Christoph Porzingis? But at the end of the day, now is the time to move that contract. Yeah. One, he can't stay healthy. And if you're just going to keep paying a guy $30 plus million dollars a year sit on the bench. to sit on the bench, yeah. hurt, it's just not worth it. So That's true. If you could get him for anything at this point, you might as well. Mm. And sure, the two guys they got don't have favorable contracts either. They're both pretty high. Not $30 million, but they're <laughs> like in the 15 to 17 range. Yeah. It's a lot easier to move that if you want to in the future. So, rather than a thirty nice. million dollar guy, you can't yeah. stay healthy. So, yeah, we got Davis Bertans back. He's a sharp shooter mm-hmm. from the Wizards, and then we got Spencer Dinwiddie. He's a guard from the Wizards that we traded for the unicorn. Bye bye, Kristaps. Who was fun while you were here? R.I.P. K.P. Yep. R.I.P. K.P. Okay, going back to the Super Bowl here. The real reason why. <laughs> Most people watch, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's for the commercials. Yeah. Which is contrary to everything else we watch. 
<laughs> always skipping through those things. Yeah. But no, people actually take the time, turn the TV up, and listen to some of these commercials. Uh, so let's talk about some of our favorites. Okay. Real quick, just hit them as as fast as possibly can. Maybe two, three, or four that stuck out to you. All right. Um, what, 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 yeah, that's cool. I can go one, through this real quick. What one of your favorites? Um, again, it was kind of hard for me to see and listen to some of these so a lot of these are kind of just going off of the ideas of the commercial Mm -hmm. i don't really know if they're funny or not necessarily yeah um spicy doritos commercial i don't know it was like the animals in the jungle they like eat a spicy dorito and they're like "Ooh, that's hot then they (laughs) eat a spicy hot cheeto and they're like "Ooh, that's hot i don't know if it was like a battle between which one's hotter or not again i couldn't hear yeah um but it was just really funny seeing these animals eat and then be like Ooh. <laughs> um coinbase qr uh the qr code that was uh, yeah. going around that blew up man it did <laughs> and i think it's a little marketing tip here for other uh for other businesses i want to start incorporating more interactive commercials because last year we saw reddit with their like one second commercial right yeah everyone was like wait, wait wait what was that and yep. they had to go back this one q uh coinbase uh cryptocurrency trading um platform yeah just had a qr code on the screen going uh going around like the dvd logo yep yep old and, school. <laughs> uh, i scanned it and it was like coinbase and i was like i already have coinbase uh anyways uh liquid death did you see yeah. the liquid death commercial yeah, i did i did exactly what i was saying when i mentioned it a while ago the can looks like it's some sort of crazy ass alcoholic or energy drink yep and it's just plain water it is. Um, the Pringles where the guy gets his hand stuck in the Pringles can and he lives his life with his hand in the Pringles can forever. Oh, yeah. Literally until he passes away. Um, and then the Austin Powers throwback. That was good. <laughs> that I couldn't good. hear it, but I saw all of the original actors and yeah, actresses. That was good. And I was like, perfect. This is good. There was another throwback one. There were quite a few. Um, they brought on Jim Carrey, Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, he shows up at the yes. door. <laughs> yes, I did that see that. That was awesome. He was like, um, trying to sell them, I think DirecTV or something, it might have yeah. been, or maybe AT and T or something like that. But see, that, but that's that one's pretty cool. I haven't seen that Cable Guy. Oh, the movie? Yeah. Oh wow, I haven't seen that. Good one. So I didn't know that was the thing. Prime Jim Carrey, man. Um. Okay. As for me, <laughs> I got some funny ones up in here. Uh, the <laughs> there was one about the Bic lighter. With Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Did you see that one? <laughs> I, I think I've seen the, this commercial before, yeah. but uh, I didn't see it on the Oh, It was so great. There's like, Snoop kept trying to refer to something like, you know, lighting a joint. <laughs> and Martha says, oh, you mean this fire over here? Let's go light the fire. And, you know, just kept like turning it away from what Snoop was trying to get to. Yeah. It was just great. Um, The Amazon Alexa one with Colin mm. Jost and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. That one was pretty good. Yeah, I was like reading their mind and like speaking for them and yeah. throwing them under the bus with all this stuff. It was really funny. And then the uh, the Sam's Club commercial with Kevin Hart. Did you see that one? Mm, I did not see this one. <laughs> it's so funny how the Sam's Club got Kevin Hart on there to do a, a, a commercial. But dude, you know, anything with Kevin Hart is just so Seriously. funny. Hilarious. He, Whoa, wait, it, what happened? It just made it so funny. He was like just walking through Sam's. You know how like people do with like Costco and stuff? Yeah. They like make themselves at home, get some, oh, yeah. get them some samples, hang out under the pergola. <laughs> you know, he was yeah. just like checking himself out, making himself at home, and telling them you can scan and go, you can scan this stuff and go, and you don't even have to check out. You know, you just like it was just funny. Man. You got to watch it. Oh, I'll watch it uh, after uh, the it's, episode. It's um, the Skechers commercial with Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to see this one? I didn't see this one. He was talking about legalizing 
Skechers. And obviously it was a play on legalizing weed. He was wearing a shirt that big old letters said legalize. But it was a kid ended up being a commercial for Skechers. Oh, and everyone's like, oh, that's what you're talking about. And then Skechers like, no, Willie, they're legal. We promise. It was pretty good. That's funny. Um, and then there was a FTX crypto commercial with Larry David. Did you happen to see this one? I think I did. It was fantastic. It was very well thought out, very well done. It was like going way back in time, like saying, oh, that's not going to work. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all hype. Good luck. Yeah. He was like, he went over the wheel way back then. Like, yeah, good luck. That ain't going to work. And now yeah. we use it all the time. He was going over uh, the light bulb with Tom Edison. No. Yeah, good luck. We'll see. You know. <laughs> and then uh, it came to obviously crypto. Like, oh, yeah, we'll see. You know, and then yeah. obviously FTX is putting out, you should get into this. It's the new thing. It's going to end up being what everyone uses, like all these other inventions back in the day. So yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I did see this one. This one was pretty funny. Yeah. So, and it like ended with Larry being like, yeah, I'm pretty good at this stuff. Like mm-hmm. yeah, done yeah. it best yeah. than anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think overall pretty good, uh, football, uh, Super Bowl yeah. game uh-huh. from solid. halftime to the actual game and the commercials. Absolutely. It was solid. There were a lot of commercials about mm-hmm. the future. And I think we're here, man. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's already here. Dude, so have you been uh, listening to any new music lately? I have, actually. You have uh, one that you want to recommend? Sure. Why not? <laughs> I've actually been listening to way too much new music lately. Yeah. On repeat. Um, I have three listed here that I'd like to talk about, but let's go ahead and just pick one. All right, let's go. Let's leave them hanging for the next episode or something. There you go. Um, I'm going to pick one of my favorite bands of all time. Mm-hmm. It's a band called The Head and the Heart. They're not local. They're out of Seattle. Lead singer's out of Virginia. Um, They're working on their fifth um, LP, their fifth full-length album. Nice. Um, Set to release in April. And they recently released their first single. It's called Every Shade of Blue. Mm. just like in the title it's it just it a lot of the lyrics are about like how people have coped with covid mm. how people have taken covid you yeah know, being lonely and and all that stuff and it's it's very deep profound song full of you know solid lyrics yeah but just all around to me it's just very well done i just love their they have two lead singers. One of them plays violin. One of them plays guitar and sings. Yeah, and just pretty cool. The combo that they have together—it's a girl and a guy—just phenomenal. The head and the heart. The head and the heart. Do they go by that, or is it that T H A T H? They always sign off as Thath. Oh, okay. Yeah, Thath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their acronym for their band name. Yeah. It's almost like uh, what is what is a word called whenever it's spelled backwards the same way it is forwards, like race car. Oh yeah. I forgot I mean, what that's called. Yeah, I forgot too, but I don't understand. The only word that's coming to mind is an acronym, and I know that's not right. <laughs> um, what about you? You got a song to wreck? Yeah, actually. I'm uh, probably going <laughs> to go a little more hardcore uh, than you uh, in your choice. Um, so we actually finally started watching season four of Ozark. Oh, wow. Yeah. One of the episodes ends with uh, like this rap, like really cool beat. Mm-hmm. And then the rapper comes in and it's Killer Mike. And I don't know if you, you've listened to Run the Jewels because you've yep. showed me that one song. Yep. 
So, uh, yeah, Killer Mike from Run the Jewels, he it played his song at the end of the episode. And I was like, yo, what song is that? That song goes so hard. And uh, it's called Untitled by Killer Mike. Okay. Will I die slain like my king by a terrorist? Will my woman be Coretta, take my name and cherish it? Or will she Jackie Yo drop the Kennedy remarry? So I think it's an old song, but if you haven't listened to it and you're really into that like kind of underground rap feel, hip yeah, hop yeah, feel, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, that's probably one you'll like for sure. Nice. Untitled Killer Mike. I like it. I'll check it out. I've yeah. I, I know I've heard it because I've seen all of that Ozark part one See, season yeah, four. Yeah. So I know dude, I've heard so it. Good. So. We're almost done. Yeah, dude. We're almost done. So oh, wait, how many episodes do you have left? I think we probably just finished five and there's only seven in yep. the first half. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, dude. We're close. You can't take your eyes off that show, man. I know. It's so good. Okay. New year. Same us. Y'all know where to go. Follow us on socials, Instagram, Twitter, Red Pegasus Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're even on Facebook with a page in a group. You can go h- hang out with us there, interact with us there. No problemo. Uh, we have merch still. Check it out. Link in the bios of those socials. And don't forget, if you subscribe, rate, review, we will read that live on the podcast and give you a shout out. Speaking of shout outs, we'll also give you a shout out if you take a picture with a red Pegasus. Mm, so it's been a while. Get out there, get on the hunt and uh, take a picture with one and we will repost it on our socials and give you a shout out on the show. Yo, Martin, did you hear about this, uh, the Eagle's Nest at White Rock Lake? Eagle's Nest? Yeah. No. I mean, we, I think we talked about it on the pod a couple weeks ago. How, like, you can go eagle watching at White Rock Lake. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, their nest blew over in the wind. No way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. They are resilient, uh, um, creatures, so I'm sure they'll pick right back up where they left off, but, yep. Yeah. Praying for those eagles, man, over here in Dallas, White Rock Lake. <laughs>